Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Wednesday's Midweek Service. My name is Tammy Briganti. Um, I want to welcome you tonight. Uh, let's open up in prayer before we get started. Abba Father, I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for this time. I lift up tonight's message. I lift up each and every person to you. I ask Abba Father in the name of Jesus Christ for your eyes and your ears to see and hear what you want for people to see and hear and for you to guide and lead me with the Holy Spirit and by the Holy Spirit and in the Holy Spirit in love and truth, in mercy and grace with your message today. And I thank you and I praise you and I ask Abba Father in the name of Jesus Christ, amen and amen. The title of today's um, message is The Call and the Comfort of the Almighty God in Christ Jesus. God's way before the foundation of the earth, of his love by his mercy and grace, unearned, unmerited, undeserved gift, infinitely superior to anything man could ever have devised. God's way, Jesus Christ. The character of the ministry of Jesus Christ is supernatural. Doesn't make much sense to people. But when you've met him, it makes perfect sense. The circumstance of the ministry is the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ from within by the power of God. The compulsion of the ministry is the assurance of resurrection and the conduct of the ministry is to receive the grace of God, not in vain. In 2 Corinthians 6, 3, giving no cause for an offense in anything so that the ministry will not be discredited for his grace is unearned, undeserved, unmerited favor of God. And to truly come and understand his love, we need to understand that his love cannot be earned and that can only come through in his grace. So I want to start off in a key scripture that prepares and that is 1 Peter 1.13. Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Keep sober in spirit. Fix your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Why is this so important to prepare our minds? Because... Grace really doesn't make sense to a lot of people because we're groomed and we are taught from very young um, how to get things. In a family dynamic, you do chores, you get an allowance. You do partial chores, you get partial allowance, how whatever the dynamic of your family is set up, maybe um, you do chores and you get a gift. Um, so it's you do, you get. And when we go into the workplace, um, it's the same process. You do a good job, you get increase, you get promotion. But then we come to God's kingdom, to the cross of Jesus Christ a gift for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whomever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And we come to the cross 
with this thinking and grooming of earning. And the cross says, I gave, partake. You can't earn my love. It's by grace, unearned, unmerited, and undeserved favor. And we come and we think, there's got to be something I've got to do. Who just gives without expecting God? So today's study and walkthrough is about coming and receiving without cost. The new covenant, the milk, the cross, the blood, by grace. For the only way you'll truly, truly understand his love is to know that you can't earn it. So I want to open up in um, Revelations 22, 17. And it's a call for all. Believer, unbeliever. Because it's a call to relationship. It's a call to discipleship. It's a call to partake. Uh, it's a call to share and yoke in relationship on this journey. Revelations twenty two seventeen, The spirit and the bride say, come. And let the one who hears say, come. And let the one who is thirsty come. Let the one who wishes take the water of life without cost. We are groomed to expect everything, to get everything by cost. But when we come to God's kingdom, he says, take the water of life without cost. It's an invite, a threefold invite to come and receive, to be discipled by the Holy Spirit in the all truth. And three, to share in yoke relationship by his mercy and his grace to walk out this journey daily. We see the same invite in Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest for your souls. We also see it in Isaiah, prophesied in Isaiah 54, 1 through 3, the call to salvation to everyone who thirsts to come and partake, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, come and partake of the new covenant, the blood of Jesus Christ and the milk, the cross of Jesus Christ, by his grace and his mercy, the mercies he's shown to David, a covenant that cannot be broken. And so we come and we think there's got to be something I've got to do. He just isn't going to give it to me. But it is really that simple. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whomever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And the call by the spirit of his grace and the bride, the church, is to come the one who hears, come. The one who is thirsty, come and partake. 
of this life without cost. And you will not be disappointed. I can promise you that. So we see in Revelations 22, 17, we see, well, first off, we see in Peter to prepare our minds because that's where the enemy is going to come to attack, to pull us out of our peace. And that's why the remembrance of the cross is so important that it's done, it's finished, it's paid for. And we see in 2 Corinthians 6, 3, the ministry of his grace doesn't give an offense. Why? Because God didn't take offense at us. <laughs> Instead of taking offense, he gave his son for us to be free, for us to be healed, for us to be whole, for us to be justified, reconciled, have peace and joy, the fruit of the spirit, his love and his mercy and his grace, all a gift. Jesus Christ, our name written in the Lamb's book of life, a gift. The call is to come, whether you haven't accepted Jesus Christ, come as you are. The call is to come if you have accepted Jesus Christ and share in relationship daily with him. And as we get into this second scripture, this other scripture in Isaiah 41 through two, it's a call to comfort. The Holy Spirit is our comforter. He also leads us into all truth. In Isaiah 41 and 2 says this, Comfort, O comfort, my people. Speak kindly to Jerusalem and call out to her that her warfare has ended, that her iniquity has been removed, that she has received of the Lord's hand double for all her sins. Comfort is of the Holy Spirit. He is the comforter. And he comes to comfort, to edify, to encourage, to admonish, to lead us into all truth. Jerusalem here, and speak kindly. Kindly, the key word is kind, which is one of the nine fruit of the Spirit, to Jerusalem. Jerusalem is the city of peace. Mount Zion is grace. City of Jerusalem built on Mount Zion, the city of grace. City of peace, city of grace, of the Spirit. The call out to her is that the warfare is ended. The opposite of warfare is peace. The warfare has ended. It was finished on the cross. And peace was ushered in, in the resurrection of Jesus Christ through the blood of Jesus Christ and the, the, his fleshly death on the cross. That her iniquity, this is injustice, has been removed, cleansed. That she has received of the Lord's hand double for all her sins. This injustice was settled in the court of appeal in the kingdom of God, in the form of one God-man, Jesus Christ, on the cross by his blood. And that day, in that courtroom of appeal, the cross, the blood, Jesus Christ poured out for us all to be justified. The injustice made just by the justifier through the one God-man, Jesus Christ, in his blood to bring peace in reconciliation through his blood and by his fleshly death on the cross for us to stand before God, holy and blameless and beyond reproach, 
Colossians 1, 20 through 23. This is the call. And that day, in the courtroom of God's kingdom, the gavel came down and the verdict came in declaring not guilty, justified, reconciled, whole, healed, delivered, set free, cleansed, endowed with power from within, given the gift of the Holy Spirit, everything that we would need and to bring it all into fruition. If on that day in that courtroom of appeal, if the finished work of Jesus Christ wouldn't have been enough for one single person in the world, wouldn't have been justified, According to Romans 4.25, Jesus Christ would have never have been resurrected from death to life. But Jesus Christ was resurrected from death to life, and he is our Lord and our Savior, seated at the right hand of the Father. And our call is to be ambassadors of the message of reconciliation and to compel and beg people to come and be reconciled to God. And that is the call today, to come and be reconciled to God. For the warfare has ended and peace and joy have been ushered in, in rest in Jesus Christ. And to pull it all together in John 1, 17 through 18. For of his fullness, we have all received and grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth were realized through Jesus Christ. The assurance of his gift, unshakable, immovable, built on a solid foundation, a love that cannot be earned, that is undeserved and unmerited by his grace, that gives us full assurance to run with boldness to the throne room of grace. So today, if, if you're struggling, if you're having some areas that you just feel like it's been a season where you've been backed over, run back over, backed over, and run back over. The call is to come in relationship and share in yoke and be discipled by the Holy Spirit so that God can walk you through to the other side through his Holy Spirit, for he has promised you that he will never leave you nor forsake us. He has promised us that he will deliver us safely to the other side. He has promised us that he is faithful and true. And he has promised us that he is fighting for us. And this is the message. This is the call. This is the comfort of the almighty God in Christ Jesus. You can't add to the gospel and you can't take away. For the gospel is Jesus Christ in simplicity and purity. So the call is to come and partake of life-giving water and the bread of life that will carry you through today. Don't worry about tomorrow. Today, today come. Surrender, submit to God. Resist what the enemy is trying to feed you in your mind of the lie that you have to earn your way, 
that you're just going to be bound in that junk the rest of your life. That's not the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm living proof of that. And there are many countless others that are living proof. And the truth is that the cross of Jesus Christ and the blood of Jesus Christ leveled sin because none of us could do it. We were all in need of a savior, regardless of the depths of the pit. The truth is we all needed a savior because we were all born in sin. So come today and partake. Come and share with him in yoke what you're walking through, what you're going through. For you will not be disappointed. He will guide and lead you with the Holy Spirit in and through it all, into all truth, comfort you, edify you, and encourage you, and admonish you when need be. But the fruit of it all on the other side of it, in all the pruning, in everything, is far greater than any fruit that you could ever try to gain in doing it yourself. And it's a lasting fruit that cannot be stolen only if we choose to give it up. And I want to close today's um, word with a promise. Two promises, actually, rolled into one in Ephesians 2, 13 and 14. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who were formerly far off, have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who made both groups into one and broke down the barrier of the dividing wall. That dividing wall is in Ephesians 2.15. How did he do it? By abolishing in his flesh the enmity, hostility, which is the law of commandments contained in ordinances, so that in himself he might make the two into one new, into one new, thus establishing peace. And that one new is new creation. Galatians 6, 15 and 16, and we will close with this. For neither is circumcision anything, nor uncircumcision, but a new creation. And those who will walk by this rule, peace and mercy be upon them and upon the Israel of God. Come today and partake in relationship, in yoke, in discipleship, and receive what he has for you today by faith. And know that God's got a plan for you and he's for you. He's not against you. He's fighting for you. And his call is to come. Come as you are. Come as you are today. And Abba Father, I thank you for this time. I thank you um, for your goodness and your kindness, your faithfulness, and that you are true. I thank you for every opportunity to share your word with your grace and your mercy and your love, unearned, undeserved, unmerited favor for all. I pray that your week is blessed, that every place that your feet go and your hand is put to the plow, you are blessed going out and blessed coming in and graced upon grace and that your soul prosper in all that you do. God bless you and I love you. See you later.